Hi, I'm Tiffany, and you are listening to the Legacy Lounge Podcast. If you are a high-achieving, mission-driven entrepreneur who wants to elevate your income, impact, and influence, you're in the right place. I left my corporate career as a creative director for Fortune 500 brands to create a legacy with my work and to support entrepreneurs to do the same. And I'm not talking about having your name on a building or statues in your image. I'm talking about leaving behind a positive impact and creating something enduring that can be passed on. You pour your time, energy, and passion into your business. So let's make sure your efforts will create a ripple effect that reaches far into the future. Each monthly series will guide you through the business, leadership, and life skills you need to successfully leave a legacy that stands the test of time. And each episode is totally valuable on its own. We are here to provide you with the tools and ideas to make massive shifts and quantum leaps in your business, transforming you from entrepreneur into legacy brand. So sit back, relax, and let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Legacy Lounge. I am thrilled to introduce you to an amazing guest today, the incredible Whitney McNeil. Whitney is a certified medium and spiritual teacher and mentor. She's helped over 10,000 people connect with spirit. She is the founder of a multi six-figure business, Messenger of Spirit, where she helps spiritual and ambitious souls learn how to understand their intuitive messages and communicate with their spirit guides through her four intuitive languages signature framework. She is also the host of Spiritual Ambitious Podcast. From a very young age, Whitney felt a connection to the spirit world. She leaned into it more deeply after an intimate trip into the desert. From that day on, she was certain in her purpose that her purpose was to teach others to tap into their own gifts, help others, and live on purpose. So Whitney, I'm so excited to be here with you today and really funny that I just literally returned from the desert yesterday from a retreat. So what incredible timing. Thanks so much for having me. And there's no coincidences, right? I really feel that spirit leads us to the right people at the right time and the right Mm -hmm. place. Love that. I say that all the time that everything happens in divine timing. When clients even come in to get their branding done, if they're not right and it's not the right time, then it's not the right time. And if it is the right time, we all know it. And so I bet that you feel the same way in your business. I do. When we try to force something, it just, you can feel the resistance sometimes. Mm -hmm. And spirit always will say, Hey, this isn't the right time. Just wait a little bit. And sometimes our ego wants it to happen now, (laughs) or we are resistant to even taking action sometimes. So when we really follow our intuition, it's this almost magical unfoldment where it feels easy Mm. and it feels like, Hey, I was just thinking about that yesterday. And, And then this happened. So the more we can lean into that intuitive piece, the more we embrace and accept the divine timing, we can oftentimes see, oh, that worked out for this reason. So it's really a lesson of trust Mm -hmm. when we are trying to let go of all the thoughts and the timing, it's leaning into the trusting in ourselves, trusting in our intuitive abilities. And that's when the path seems to unfold. Mm, So beautiful. And so perfect because 
the theme in the Legacy Lounge this month is fun, freedom, and intuition. So I really feel like you are the perfect guest to talk deeper about this. You've already been talking about intuition, but also I think we can lose to, we can tend to lose, you know, that sense of fun and freedom in our business when we're not open and we're not following that path and we're trying to force things and working harder. I've talked a lot about that on the podcast. You know, I was a hustler for a long time. I, you know, came in coming from the corporate world. It's, you know, always thinking I have to work harder to get results. So a lot of my journey has been really releasing that and learning to flow and things like that. So I'm super excited to talk more about that and bring that to the audience as well and talk about, you know, how we can have a more feminine approach to business as well. Oh, I believe we have a similar story in that capacity of working so much. I remember I used to work like 12 hours a day and this was before mm-hmm. I started my business. And I took that mentality into my business when I started it and realized if we keep doing that, we end up going through the motions and we lose that creativity and that fun. And the wonderful piece is when we do listen to the intuitive part of ourselves, we take breaks and we can go outside and, you know, see a friend instead of doing our to-do list. And oftentimes we think that that's wasteful or not productive when in fact, when we do listen to that feminine side, when we listen to those little inspirations of, you know, stop being at your desk all the time, we actually create more joy in our life and we need to rest. We can't just be giving all the time. We actually need to take time to process, to integrate. And when we take those breaks, we get inspired. We get these brand new creative ideas that if you are just going through the motions or you're just working all the time, there's no room for intuition because you aren't opening your mind. Your mind is focused. So, so many times when people say, I'm ready to learn intuition, they'll say, I'm a great student. I'm ready to focus. And the first (laughs) thing I'll say is, no, no, lose your focus. (laughs) I want you to just let your mind be open so that you can receive. So it's a great practice, the more that we can trust in in that factor and realize that when we take that time, we're actually re-energizing ourselves. We're listening to spirit. We're allowing ourselves to magnetize our energy for refreshment, fun, and freedom that actually does contribute more to our business when we do that. Mm, So, so true. So before we dive into a little bit more, you know, about business and we're going to talk about mindset today, I would love to hear just a little bit more about your, yourself and your work in the world. Like you said, you, you had this calling as a young girl, um, but like you also said before you had your business. So just so the audience understands kind of like your journey, I'd love to hear kind of where you got to and how you decided to create this as your business. Absolutely. When I was young, I saw things and I would speak those things out to my family and they would say, that's a very active imagination, but I also would know things. So somebody would call and I would just know who it was. I just had this feeling or this, this knowing. So I was really interested in what this was. Why was I experiencing these things and no one else really seemed to validate them. 
Well, this really set me into this journey of reading and learning more about you know, what is this and where does information come from? So much so that I did use some techniques and it opened me up, but I never found a mentor. I was reading books and listening to CDs. And there was a time where I was in college and I was visiting my parents for summer break. And I saw this woman sit on the edge of my bed and she had red hair and a pink shirt. And I freaked out. I didn't have any training. I didn't know what to do. And all I saw was this figure. So I said, your dad, go to the light, like go away. And I put the covers over my head and I shut all my abilities down, which really meant I was not open to receiving any kind of intuitive information, nothing. Mm. So I started making decisions from my ego, what I was supposed to do, what people expected of me, which sent me down a path where I was in a marriage that was not healthy. I was in a job that I hated and the place where I was living, I didn't love, meaning the location in the state. So I went into this health crisis where doctors didn't know what was wrong with me. I was thinking about applying for disability. And my aunt said, Whitney, we're going to go to this alternative healing place. And at the time, I didn't know anything about it. Well, after four days, I opened up my energy. I received Reiki. I ended up going on a hike in the desert after four days. And this was so instrumental for me. So much so that when I went to the airport, my dad was picking me up. And he just stared at me and just kept driving. And he did this twice. And I called him and I said, why do you keep staring at me? And you won't let me get in the car. And he said, are you the woman in the red hat? I said, yeah. And he said, oh my gosh, it looks so much like you, but this person was so energized. I thought there's no way this could be you. So wow. it was this huge transformation that set me off to say, Whitney, it's time to embrace your abilities. It's you've seen some practitioners make a positive difference in your life. I almost had to be slapped in the face, so to speak, to say, this is real and this is helpful. Mm. And it's time for you to help other people do this too. So my passion is really to help other people and teach people how to tune into their intuitive language because I didn't have that education when I was going through this process. And I love to save people years of wandering down a path that they don't love. And the more that you can connect to your intuition, the more that you can connect to your purpose and to that joy and that freedom and that fun in your life. And when we don't listen, you know, firsthand, no, the fun goes away, you know, the freedom goes away. And that's why I do what I do. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that story um, on a deeper level, because I just think there may be so many women, especially that could relate to that story on some level, right? We all have our past and our journeys. And um, I just love that you took that sign seriously and, and followed it. It's so beautiful. So yeah, thank you. Leading into the next question, you know, you said that you really were transformed in just four days, which is amazing. So I think something that, I mean, it's when we're recording this, it's winter right now. It's, it's can be a little bit gray, depending on where you are in the world, of course. And, um, you know, the last three years have been interesting for everybody. So one thing that I wanted to talk about also is like time and energy. You know, I've been, I think that's something that we chase 
all our lives. But then especially as we age as women, it can be, you know, you have kids and if you're married and even if you're not, your body ages and it's, it's just easy to feel depleted over time. And, um, so you have these three mindset shifts that you talk about for more abundance in your life and business. So I'd love to really just treat the audience with talking about that. I know most entrepreneurs, we're all talk about mind, you know, mindset anyways, we think about these things, but I'd love to just offer this, um, especially in the season that we're in. Yeah. Well, I think the first mindset shift is really what we've talked about so far, especially in the winter, allow yourself to rest and allow yourself to be inactive. One of the things that I say is if you are to water a plant and you're constantly watering the plant, the plant will die. And there has to be a balance of water and let it do its thing, water, let it do its thing. So if you can apply that as energy, you know, pushing out what it is that you need to push out to the world and then allow yourself time to rest and integrate and really see that as being very valuable in your life and trusting in that process. And when we trust in that rest, it's the void. It's the place where we get to go back into the creative energy. And I think that a lot of us think creative energy has to be active and it doesn't, right? right. So when a baby is being formed, we do a lot of resting a lot of times or our energy feels tired. It's allowing yourself to kind of incubate that creative energy that comes through. The next thing I want to talk about is a mindset shift of action. So with action, we oftentimes feel like we just have to be doing an action. And so sometimes you might hear me and say, okay, Whitney said to rest and then to take action. Well, I'm not talking about any kind of action. I'm more so talking about intuitive action. So allowing yourself, it's like a lightning bolt that comes in and trusting that you'll know the answer when you need to know it and knowing that it's okay if it doesn't happen in that timeline that you think it's supposed to happen in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so allowing yeah. intuitive, oh, I feel like I should do this or yeah, you know, no, nope, this isn't going to work or yeah, yeah, this is. So it can be in a gut feeling way. It can also be in seeing. So perhaps you're meditating and you see an answer or you see what you need to be doing and then it can be through sound. So it often sounds like your inner reading voice where it's an action to take. And then oftentimes we don't trust our body. And so with the action, this is also trust your body. And we think that our mind, you know, needs to do something. And then we often blame our body, but my body's tired. If we can realize that our body is an amazing intuitive tool, it's a vessel and it comes through claircognizance, hey, my body inspired, so my inspired action is to rest. Mm-hmm. If we can align those energies and realize that your body's telling you something, that is an action to take. So, so many times we say, Whitney, you know, I'm not getting anything. I'm not hearing, I'm not seeing, I'm not feeling. Well, how's your body responding <laughs> right now? What does your body want to do? So resting and inspired action. And then value. This is something that we, when we are not taking action, we can allow these little thoughts to creep in from our ego that we're not good enough. We're lazy, whatever it is. 
And so I'm inviting everyone to really in touch with how valuable you are. Mm -hmm. And when we can shift, I am taking rest or I am allowing myself to rest. And when I allow myself to rest, I attract more abundance in my life. If we can shift that mindset to say, okay, this is actually valuable allowing myself to play with my children, allowing myself to go for a coffee date with my friend. This is very valuable. And I am abundant when I do this. So it's just a shift and it's a small shift of, I am allowing myself abundance. I am more abundant when I do this, that can be a big aha. So when you catch yourself saying, Oh, I'm so lazy. I should be doing something. How about replacing that with Ah, oh, I am so abundant and allowing myself to rest mm. <laughs> and just literally talking to yourself, saying this out loud, thinking it to yourself. And oftentimes we can say it and people will say, well, those sound like affirmations and I don't know if I believe in it. What you can say is I give myself permission to be abundant, but really what I say is integrate it on a physical level. If you're saying it and your body's squinched up, like, Oh, I'm so abundant. You know, that is not going to do anything for us. So what I tell my students is take a deep breath, relax the shoulders, lay back in the chair mm. and really integrate it into your brain and your body and the, the nervous system of, of what this is. So it really does take an alignment of mental, emotional, physical, and those spiritual bodies and it's okay if it's not super easy when you start out, but you can just do a quick check of, wait a minute, this is what my mind's saying. Let me flip it. What emotion am I feeling with this? Okay. Let me feel joy with it. And how's my body reacting to it? Okay. Let's take a moment and relax it. So just a quick little shift in the daily life and the daily dialogue that we have with our inner selves. Yeah, thank you. That's so valuable because I think so often, even if we're somewhat aware of this and, you know, we, we've been working on it for a while, it can be so easy to just get back in a pattern, right? And then those thoughts tend to come back up. So I love the, the idea of the integration because sometimes just saying things does feel, you know, kind of like faking it till you make it, which is kind of needs to happen sometimes, but I, I get that once you like integrate it with your body, then um, it actually probably makes those, those shifts that you're trying to make. So that's really beautiful. Mm, thank so you. yeah, my next question is about money. So not to completely shift topics, but I think it's so interesting, you know, is as entrepreneurs, um, especially being a brand strategist, I, I work with a ton of women and sometimes the pricing issues come up when we're talking about the brand, because, you know, you can have a more luxury brand and you're charging higher prices, or you have a more, you know, affordable brand. Um, and that's not really what drives the, the whole brand, of course, but it does have a big part to do with it of how you're going to show up and what is the language going to be and all of those things. And it can be an intimidating topic and uncomfortable um, and then there's also people who struggle with guilt around charging for their services, especially I've seen it in the health and the spiritual arenas. Um, but I, even as a brand strategist, you know, I've struggled myself. If you're a woman and you 
want to provide service so often we just have that guilt that's been conditioned in us i believe <laughs> you know um it's who are you who am i to show up powerfully who am i to charge these prices those types of things so i'd love to talk about the spiritual aspect about that and how you can raise your prices or charge what you're i don't want to say charge what you're worth but what the value of your services truly are and also attract aligned clients. We talk about this in branding all the time. Like the whole point of your brand is to attract energetically those aligned clients. Um, but I'd really love to hear it from your perspective in the spiritual realm. Absolutely. I really look at money as energy. And when we look at money as energy, we start to kind of shift. So I'd invite everybody that, can feel that resistance with money to just kind of drop the money label and just look at energy and look at the, their lives. Okay. Where am I giving too much in my life? Maybe it's with my family. Maybe it's never saying no. Maybe it's going over with a client or give, you know, over delivering too much where you feel depleted and really look at, do I feel in balance? And when we start to see where our energy feels depleted or our energy feels really in alignment and excited, it gives us some clues as to, hmm, I feel like there's energy leaks or I feel like, okay, I'm in balance. So if we can start that process, that gives us a clue with money. And one of the things I talk about with my students is Okay, that gives you some information. Now let's go on to how are you breathing? When you're breathing, do you allow a deep breath in? Are you holding it in? Are you taking short, shallow breaths? That's also energy. So mm -hmm. we can look at, am I feeding myself, you know, the what, what I need to be fed energetically, or am I releasing? So that will oftentimes have a correlation as to, am I holding on to money? Because I'm never letting go with my breath. Am I maybe saving and I'm just not spending or am I in this place where I feel restricted and I'm just taking short, shallow breaths? I'm not breathing any in Ooh, yeah. that can give you a clue as to, hmm, this is my relationship with energy and how I'm nurturing myself. And then another method that I like to use is I'd love for everyone out there. If you're thinking about this, this money relationship, I'd like for you to imagine that money comes and knocks on your door. And as money comes and knocks on your door and you open the door and it's a person, how do you respond? Are you allowing money to come and play with you and hang out? Do you say, Hey, you know, I've made a bed for you. Hang out with me as long as you want. Do you just say to, you know, I'm too busy. Come back later. Cause a lot of times mm. we reject money by constantly working. And if we are constantly working, then we're basically saying, I don't have time for you money. Like, you know, go away. And if we are allowing ourselves to rest and to have fun in our life, we oftentimes will invite that energy into our life of, Hey, let's play. We're playing a board game or, you know, whatever it is, let's have fun together. So when we can see it a little differently and the spiritual aspect, it helps us understand our pricing of, Oh, okay. I have been rejecting money or by not charging enough, or if you're feeling out of alignment with your pricing in another way, it's time to get right with that. Mm -hmm. And so one of the ways that I talk about 
money is this is a great way to take care of yourself and allowing yourself. So we can help other people. Sometimes we will be called to offer things for free, but if we're using an excuse of, oh, I just feel called to offer everything for free. Oftentimes that's because there's a block. There's a block spiritually where you don't think that you are good enough to take energy, to receive energy, to take care of yourself. And a lot of times as women, we are taught that everybody else comes first, Mm -hmm. except for us. So the way I'd like for you out there listening to look at this is, okay, if you're giving energy, which is money is energy. If you're giving energy from a place of depletion and you're tired and you're grumpy and you think everybody else needs to come first, you are going to have resentment and it's like giving dirty bath water to people. Mm. If you allow yourself to eat first, or we'll say in the airplane, you put the oxygen mask on yourself Mm. first and you feel replenished and then you're helping people that is clean water that you're giving to people. So personally, you know, I don't want someone's product or service if it has yucky energy. Yeah. <laughs> and I want that's to work a great analogy. I've never heard that before. Yeah. And I want to work with somebody who feels clean and clear in their energy and their service. So with these shifts, you can really look at money as to, Ooh, I have been feeling resentful okay, I think this is because I'm not charging enough. I don't feel the value or haven't been charging in alignment with the value that I'm feeling of the service or how that is. So this kind of gives you a clue as to the energy. Now, the big thing, because you were asking about the spiritual aspect too, is the more that you stay in this imbalanced place of energy, remember just money is energy, the more things that you're going to attract to learn this lesson. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So your spirit guides are there helping and they're saying, Hey, you know, contracted to learn this lesson. So you haven't learned it yet. Here's some more opportunities to help you learn it. So when we really need to pivot and shift and change, we will feel drained, tired, out of alignment, resentful. And sometimes we pick a price and feel really great with it. And then, you know, the next year we don't. And we just kind of go on autopilot thinking, well, no, this is what the price is. And it's been selling well, or people can't afford it or whatever it is. It's not necessarily about thinking about everybody else. It's how is your energy feeling? Because when your energy is in alignment, which includes charging what you feel in alignment with, then you will attract those right clients and you'll also be able to help the people that can afford your offer or service in the right timing. And the people that can't, it's just not the right divine timing for them. So that's going back to what we talked about in the beginning. Sometimes we say, what's not affordable. It is affordable for the right aligned clients and for the others who can't, then it's just not the right divine timing in that moment. Mm, Yeah. I love how that ties back because I've heard that from so many people too. Like I want to make sure it's inclusive for everybody And you do need to do that, but you also need to make sure, like you said, if it's the right timing, I mean, if, if you are offering it and you're putting all your time and energy and not receiving back, then that's negates the whole purpose. So 
Absolutely. And we have to feel really in alignment in our gut and our energy with our price too. And I think sometimes people might try to choose an ego number and charge too much. And that would not be inclusive to me. And if you're not feeling truly in alignment, it's what you feel like, "Mm, yes, this feels right. And like I said, there are offerings that you can do that are service oriented offerings, such as free content or allowing yourself to have scholarships and things of that sort so that it can be inclusive. But ultimately you have to feel really right in your heart and your energy with what you're charging. Yeah, absolutely. That makes so much sense. So um, the last thing that you mentioned, you talked about your spirit guides um, and how they're there. So I think that's, you know, some people may be super familiar with that. Some people not so much. And it's interesting because I, we were talking a little bit before the show and I say, you know, I said, I don't really talk about my spirituality or spirituality on the show that much. So I'm really excited for this episode because I do have this side of me and, and once people begin to work with me in the branding process, we really bring in a lot of spiritual, sometimes, you know, I've had certain clients say, wow, you're really woo. And I'm like, yeah, I guess if that's how you want to label it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, so yeah, I would love to hear your take on this and especially how, you know, if, if you're a person who believes that these spirit guides exist, How are they serving you, especially in business, also in life? But I think a lot of times we separate, you know, our spirituality and our business. Not everybody does. Some people have learned to integrate that, but I think it'd be really powerful for people to hear, um, you know, kind of from your perspective. Yeah. So our spirit guides, I look at as our team and it was such an amazing aha for me when I really started to understand, oh, I have helpers in the spiritual realm so that I don't have to be afraid of all the things that the movie said, (laughs) really knowing that I have helpers that help guide me, teach me lessons, guiding me also to teachers on the earth plane and protect me. It was a great aha moment of, okay, I have this guidance and rapport where I can go down a path and know that I'm led down that path and ask for help when I need it. So spirit guides most of the time have lived on the earth plane before, and they're kind of working with you through what, let's say a contract of I'm contracting to help you. And we're both elevating our energy by doing this. And your guides are always working in your favor. They're always there to help you and they have so much love for you. And with spirit guides, you can attract additional guides when you work in a specific field. And for entrepreneurs, oftentimes you'll have guides for that business before you've even asked. What I love about spirit guides, especially in business, you will wake up sometimes with inspiring ideas. Oh my gosh. Oh, I've got this idea. This is oh my great. gosh. It happens to me like every night. <laughs> Three yeah. o'clock. I'm like, what now? <laughs> That's your spirit guides connecting with you through your intuitive language. And oftentimes we ask them for help. You know, I'm having an issue with a client. I don't know how to handle this, or I don't know what to say. 
you can ask your spirit guide to help you with that too. And you'll wake up, oh, I know what the right answer is, or I know how to steer this conversation. You can also ask your spirit guides to help you find the right words to have conversations too. But let's say that you're wanting more marketing opportunities. Let's say that you want more speaking opportunities. You can ask for a spirit guide that specializes in marketing or PR to help you. So the way that this works is your spirit guides can one inspire you with, let's say, submitting a pitch to somebody, or they can help direct you to meet someone who does it for you, who's on the earth plane. And they can also connect you with the right relationships for colleagues and connections and networking so that you can have great collaborations as well. So when you ask, your spirit guides will deliver in one of those three ways, which is really beautiful. And when I was forming my business years ago, I really didn't exactly know what I was doing. I remember I needed to write the articles to form the LLC and the disclaimer for retreats and things I was doing. Mm -hmm. And I had a spirit guide that specialized in legal things. Well, I would wake up and say, oh, I need this in there. Oh, I need to have this in there. I need to ask about this and make sure that's in there. So your guides really help you in so many ways. And I recommend to talk to them every day. So in business, if you have a team, normally you have a regular meeting with your team to make sure everybody's on the same page. Mm -hmm. Well, include your spirit guides in that meeting and have a separate meeting with your guides and call them in and say, you know, this is what's going on. I would really like some insight and creativity around this product or offer or service to know the right messaging or to really feel like this is an alignment and see what comes up with them. And they give you these messages through your four intuitive languages. And we can have none, one, some, or all. And when I say none, that means it's there. We just might feel blocked in the moment. So every single person's intuitive. Mm -hmm. And if you say, I don't have any, then I'll just say, you haven't paid attention or you're not aware. You might feel like you're just a little blocked. And we could go through times in our lives, but your spirit guides are still going to give you the messages through bumper stickers or making sure you're getting a sign or whatever it is. So we can see messages and I say those who see are seers. We can hear messages and I say those who can hear are owls. We can feel messages and I'll say those who can feel our empaths. And then we know our messages either through our body, which is an instinct or an inspiration that just comes up at 3 a.m., which is a channeler. And oftentimes the people who say, I don't have any, I'll say, no, you're a channeler probably because channelers do not experience the messages through a color or a sight. They don't hear it. They don't feel it. It's just a knowing, or they just go, I don't know. I just, I need to go here today, or I need to reach out to so-and-so. And they don't understand that that is intuitive. Mm. So it's just really making the awareness of how messages come through and your spirit guides will give you the message, the path of least resistance. Uh, you can have all of the language, you can grow to have them, but I really want everybody to embrace how they're designed. And when they can embrace how they're designed, 
embracing how the messages come in for them. There's no language that's better than the other. That makes sense. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate that. I haven't heard it that way. So listeners, I hope that was really powerful to hear Whitney explain those to you. If maybe you're not sure of your own way of receiving intuition and working with your guides. I love um, the fact that, you know, if somebody doesn't think it, it's probably, they just don't realize it. And how beautiful is it that we can have those you know, that extra help, the unseen help in our businesses, because even if you do have a team that's here on the physical plane, um, we all need more help. We all need support and um, wisdom and inspiration. So I think just the, the more aware we can be of that, like how that could bring more fun and freedom into our businesses. I think so often we're focused on, you know, and there's nothing wrong with this. I mean, it's still great to like, you know, join marketing masterminds or, you know, take courses and learn more things. But so often we get so caught up in that in like using our brains and and having other people tell us what worked for them and then wonder why it doesn't work for us instead of following our own path and our own journey, because it's, it's really going to be different for everybody. Right. Absolutely when we follow what our energy is really speaking to, if you will, that is the way that our business, our energy is designed. I really believe that we have to design our business based on our energy. And even though we see a success over there, that doesn't mean that that's our path. That doesn't mean that that's the energy. And what I love is when we follow our intuition and we connect with our spirit guides, we can create our own way to do things Mm -hmm. based on what feels really good. And as we were talking about as women and the winter, or as we get older, we might not have as much energy or we don't feel like we have as much energy Then talking to your guys as to what is the best way for you, what works for you and designing your business in a way that supports your energy. So that's really important that we allow ourselves to pivot. I mean, years ago, I started my business and I, it looked a different way than it does now. And I've gone through many different pivots. And I remember my guides clearly saying, it's time for you to teach full time. This is your purpose. You're, you're doing services and appointments. And that's been great, but it's time for you to teach. And I thought, ah, I can't do it because that's scary. And, you know, the income's coming in more from this and all these things. And my guides made it abundantly clear. And also I ended up going through a little health challenge where I could not speak anymore (laughs) for a little while. And my guides had given me the heads up, like you need to make this pivot now. And the great news is it happened. And I went full-time online teaching and um, that was really great too, because it was right before the pandemic. So I was ahead of the curve (laughs) to do this. Mm -hmm. So when, when we listen, it might not make sense to us sometimes, but really knowing that your business is evolving, it's an energy, it's a changeable being, you are a changeable being. And are you supporting it? Are you allowing and following your intuition to really just have a business that gives you that fun and that freedom? Mm-hmm. So important. Well, thank you so much for all of that, like such valuable information, because I, again, um, just think, especially as women, it's, it's so important to lead our lives in this way. And I, I think there's something in the pandemic that happened too, that 
had a lot of us like waking up to how we didn't realize how hard we were actually working and how much energy we were spending and things like that too. So I think it's just been really timely in that aspect as well. Um, So my last, well, one of my last questions for you is of course, we're in the legacy lounge. I always have to talk about legacy. So I'd love to hear what does legacy mean to you and why is it important? That's a great question. I feel like legacy to me means impact and lasting impact for me. Mm. And I really feel that I want to create content, messages, products, courses that can leave a lasting and life-changing perspective for people. And that's really what it means for me in my business and to create that ripple effect for others. And when you really follow your intuition and you open up, you end up loving yourself more and you end up making some life changes to align to your purpose. And for me, that's really what legacy is meaning to me. And just knowing that that one shift can change your life, but also the lives of your children, because Mm -hmm. they're looking at you and how you are working in this world and it really can make a lasting impact. Absolutely. So beautiful. And for those who heard you speaking about all the beautiful things today and are like, oh my gosh, I need to connect with Whitney. What is the best way to do that? Um, And then I just, we'll make sure to add that into the show notes as well. So people can reach out. Thanks. So the best way to connect with me, you can listen to my podcast, Spiritual and Ambitious, which Tiffany is going to be on. Mm -hmm. And you can also reach out to me over on Instagram at Messenger of Spirit. And I do have a free offer for you. If you want to talk to your spirit guides and have your business meeting with them, I've got a free spirit guide planner for you. So you can go to messengerspirit.com forward slash planner, and it'll help walk you through having a meeting with your spirit guides. Oh, that's so juicy and unique. Thank you, Whitney. I'm sure people are going to definitely want to take advantage. So we'll make sure and add that into the show notes for everybody listening. And I just really want to uh, thank you again, Whitney. I think it was we were talking about a little bit at the beginning, divine timing that we met. So I'm just so grateful to have you here. Thank you so, so much. And um, everybody remember, if you're not consciously building a legacy, you're simply building a brand unconsciously. I hope this chat has really inspired you to take action and not just action, but inspired action, even if it's just moving the needle 1% towards the direction of your legacy. Because if we all focus on making an impact, the ripple effect we have together as we were just talking about. Thank you, Whitney. Um, will really make a difference. So cheers to your legacy and we'll see you next time. I'll see you here next time in the Legacy Lounge. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Legacy Lounge podcast. Connect with me on Instagram at Tiffany Newman Creative. I would also love to hear your feedback to see what resonates with you and what you'd like to hear in the future. If you love this episode, please provide a review and we will be forever grateful. You can always find links and resources shared on the show by going to yourlegacybrand.com. Remember, what you leave behind is not what is engraved in stone monuments, but what is woven into the lives of others. What are you doing today to pour into others and to leave your legacy? 